right side, at least I won't have to make room for dating around my gaming schedule. That would suck. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. Watch it, girly, or I'll cut your pretty little face. Guess my princess is in another castle. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hey, guildies, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is Companion Cast Season 4, Episode 7. So what did you guys think of this episode? Wasn't it fantastic? Oh my god, so many great things. This was probably one of my favorite endings of all Guild episodes. Uh, I laugh out loud every time I see this ending. It's just fantastic. It's so funny. I'm actually not going to talk a lot because I have tons and tons of really cool interviews for you guys. And I want to get to those as quickly as I can. So I will stop babbling and we will start this podcast. I'm here with Kim Evie. We're here discussing episode seven. Episode seven, which is one of my favorite. I loved it. Episodes. But um, it's also one of the episodes, maybe the episode that just, I mean, talk about, you know, a makeover, like constant, constant rewriting. It, I don't even know if there was a version, probably not in the script yet. The the double date was going to be like some awkward date either between him and his girlfriend in Codex and another person, or maybe mm. it was going to be like the mom had showed back up. And so how was he going to be on this date with two women or, you know, what yeah. was it going to be? And then um, so it went back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, in certain versions Fox got written out completely, which now it's just like it's inconceivable to have, <laughs> you know, this scene in the storyline without him there. Yeah. But, um, you know, it was I think there was also a consideration of like, has Fox just, you know, become too much of a douchebag? And do we want to like just be like, OK, it's over. You know, he's, yeah. you know, like he's she said, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, we're having this fake relationship and that's it. And then, you know, but and I that really would have been it. It really would have been it, yeah. yeah. But I so this was one of the episodes where I I think I had a big hand in and uh, you know had a lot to say about how it ended up going. And so I think in the end I was just like you know you kind of have to have Fox yeah back in here to, I can to have yeah him not being part of that episode yeah having the dynamic of what's going on yeah. you know and just having him you know exacerbate every yeah. moment um and it ended up just working out really well but there are so many dynamics that are going through it that that's one of those things i think that's hardest to write on paper because it's just like you know it it makes your brain want to explode when you're just like okay so who's who's doing what you know yeah. you have five different characters and they all have different objectives yeah and um so making sure and they're that, all prominent yeah I mean, they all have it's not like it's all focused on sandeep's performance zabu yeah it's like you have you know you have uh you know, uh, Codex and Fox dealing with it, and then you have Vork and um, VG or mm-hmm. uh, Avanashi. Avanashi, and then you have Avanashi and and Zabu. And, yeah, and yeah. Zabu. So you have all, and they're all interacting with each other. So. Yeah. So yeah. it was a, it was quite a complex scene to write, but I mean, I'm just really proud of the way it all kind of came together. And um, there was. Uh, the list <laughs> some of the stuff we lost a lot in this episode too it's, that's what's interesting is like you know it got written out really well and then it just was long it was long 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 so um, we have never cut as much out of an episode as we did out of this episode in post I was just so, saying that this was done after it was shot yeah so you shot everything so it's there yeah just never made it to the episode yeah so there was a whole bit about the whole 
dinner is because it's um, Avinashi's birthday. Mm-hmm. So the wig warmer. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I is, remember that. Yeah, this, this is, is where sort of, uh, Sandeep gives it to Avinashi for her birthday. Yeah, yeah, and that was why it was created. And I think it might have been an afterthought later to put it in the scene in last week's episode where he was braiding the hair. It just happened to yeah. be like, oh, we have a wig warmer, so we'll use that. That'll make sense. Then we see it, and then, you know, but it was always created <laughs> for this scene specifically, whereas Abu gives it to his mom, and uh, she's just like, uh, what? <laughs> you know. What made you guys decide to take it out? Um, just the whole the, episode? The episode was just too long? Yeah, yeah. It was just running really, really long, and we just, you know, you, you just have to start losing things that aren't completely integral to the plot yeah. and moving the story forward. And it was a really funny moment. Oh my god! And it was Vork, so good. Yeah. So it's nice that we have some missing scenes. Yeah. Like, do you we think don't we'll ever make it that. to DVD or a special somewhere? Yeah, it'll probably make it into the gag reel so people can see it because Vork so has some very it. funny lines about. Yeah, about I mean, it's, it's fortunate that when Zabu gives it to her, she puts it on the table, looks at it, and then sets it on the ground. Exactly. And so so it, you really you can cut around it and not really. Yeah. Worry about it. Yeah. So, yeah. He had pulled it up from the floor and yeah. then it went back and then away. Back on the floor. <laughs> so it just, <laughs> as though it never appeared. But, yeah. um, and also, we lost a couple of, uh, we, we had lists, uh, and I, I got to help with this, lists of embarrassing things that, you know, Zabu's mom had <laughs> done to him over the years, and we ended up losing a few of those too. Um, one was, you know, Fox has a line where he says, oh, you are a, a market researcher's wet dream, but it's because initially the line had been Avanashi saying, you know, I you used to go to the mall, used to go to the grocery store to get my feminine hygiene napkins. I remember that, yeah. And, uh, and my romance novels. And that's why Fox said, oh, you're a gotcha. market researcher's wet dream. <laughs> but um, luckily it all just kind of cut together it, the yeah, right you, way. Yeah, have no clue that so, there's stuff cutting out of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, opera singing at the mall food court was something that I came up with. So that was just fun to think of, like, well, what would she have done that would be, like, yeah, just so embarrassing. embarrassing but not crossing <laughs> the line, but just, you know. Yeah, yeah. So those were fun. Um, and then <laughs> that's my little tribute to Three's Company uh, when she says, can I, you know, like, I need to talk to you. Like, yeah, in the, in the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, because in Three's Company... They always, always went in yeah, the kitchen, like, that's right. I need to talk to you in the kitchen. <laughs> And, I, and Felicia was like, what are you talking about? I was like, trust me, it's... That's it's, funny. So yeah. I don't know if anybody will get that. Because it it's completely random. But every once in a while... That's cool. I also have a very random idea. That's so great. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, and then the commodities market scene, that cut, got cut in half in post. Just mm-hmm. because there was... There's a pretty lengthy explanation like from Vork of how that actually would work between mm-hmm. Vork and Avinashi, and I was just like, oh my god, I don't... Uh, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but so I think I was just like, can we just say that it, it could happen and, yeah. and have it happen? And Felicia was like, yeah, 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 you know. But she had done like extensive research on what <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what this is. This is so confusing to me. Like, so, but you know, she had figured it all out. Yeah. So, and then <laughs> the suitcase full of food. I'm so glad that made it in because, Love that. yeah. I mean, Sean, that was just something that Sean thought was going to be for the gag reel. Yeah. And I remember running frantically over to our production designer and going, do, do we own that suitcase or the briefcase or is that on loan? Like, yeah. you know, and he's like, why? And I'm like, because we want <laughs> to ruin it. Destroy it. Yeah. yeah we want to throw a ton of food. Because I know Sean mentioned that he, initially he wanted him just to sweep everything into the. Yeah. But the dishes aren't ours. They're all Yeah, they all Amalfi. belong to Amalfi. And so I, we couldn't <laughs> damage and break them all. Yeah, I asked Jesse. Uh, Jesse Mackey, who plays the waiter in that scene, was also just, uh, what's the word, the 
the overseer of Amalfi yeah. for yeah. the day. And uh, uh, so I was like, could we, if we broke a couple of those dishes and paid for them? And he was like, yeah, probably not so much. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, all right. It, but it's funnier so, with Vork picking uh, them up and dotting them into the <laughs> suitcase. Yeah, because yeah. it is actually more realistic. I mean, as realistic as something like that, I guess, would <laughs> get, you know. I still love when they deliver the food and Vork has... Like yeah, fifteen plates in front of them. Everyone else has one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was also there was an extra joke about him ordering the food in the beginning too that we cut. I can't remember which one made it in, but there's a joke that he's ordering a million things, and then there's also the joke about I think it was that he's asking if you could vacuum. You could vacuum. Yeah, yeah that's the one so that before that he had asked, you know, or he just ordered. You heard him order like yeah, yeah. He was a, yeah. That's right. Things. He did make a lot of different or asking questions about yeah. why you know certain orders. Yeah. So we just had to get get rid of those but right um, there's a lot that did get cut now i think about it yeah i mean this that was a long scene scene. yeah and so uh, much stuff there yeah there's just a lot a lot going on and then the fact that it goes and also the order you know kept getting rearranged and in fact it was written in the end that it ended with vork and avanashi and him going wow you have value to me and not ending on codex and that always 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 felt wrong to me mm-hmm. because i was just like e- you just have to i mean the the kiss is such a big yeah. big deal like you have to end there you kind of can't yeah. follow that up and so um but i didn't you know really say anything because i thought it's just something that will work out in post and we'll see it or not and then you know it was like okay well and some of it was a timing thing it was mm-hmm. like if they get up to go to the bathroom how much time can elapse before it just starts to become ridiculous that we're yeah. cutting back to it you know so 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 late but i think it all worked out really yeah. well yeah it worked out well so and that bathroom we have some really funny footage of jeff when he went in the bathroom and there were all the extras were there and uh, we like crowded around the bathroom i and remember waited. this yes for him to come out. Unfortunately, we weren't quiet enough, so he, <laughs> he knew something was up, which was so bad. I yeah. wish we could have just, you know. Yeah, that would have been funny. Yeah, it would have been good. So, um... All right, so let's talk about that kiss. That kiss? The kiss. Yeah. I love it. I love the fact that, again, Codex acknowledges the win, so it's not like it's it was just a gag. Right, which right. it was a gag, but she still says, was there a reason here? I mean, that's just... I died laughing. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because that's something that I actually learned from Travis Oates, who this is the whole wraparound of, you know, Acme Comedy Theater is where I learned to write comedy, and it's where Felicia and I met. And, you know, Travis would always say, like, you can't, you know, the reason that sometimes sketches feel weird and you don't know why is because you'll, you know, they're going one way, and then suddenly something just completely wacky happens, and it's not really explained or anything. And then, but because of the nature of the show here, it's like, we can throw in wacky elements as long as somebody reacts. Yeah. a little bit and yeah. says well that was weird you know so um, <laughs> I just love that that was so good yeah. so funny and we did a couple of takes without it because I was <laughs> I think at the time I was just like we are going to crazy town we cannot <laughs> this is not this show what is happening here you know and uh, I couldn't figure out why because I couldn't see because the bathroom area is so tiny yeah so I wasn't nowhere near yeah. so I had no idea why they took the blower back there and I kept hearing it go off and I'm like what are they doing back in that corner with that blower yeah it was like a pretty strong leaf blower too yeah. which is why it's also really funny to me because it's not like <laughs> you know just like a little like a soft breeze <laughs> like, it's just like a fucking leaf blower it's like <laughs> You know, and just like blows the crap out of so her, good. which is really funny yeah. to me. But uh, <laughs> but 
but I just think the kiss worked. I think that whole scene, that was another scene that, you know, Felicia kind of went back and forth and back and forth. She just wanted to make sure that everything was right. And, you know, I think the hardest thing for her, maybe she would disagree with this, but that, you know, she wanted to make Fox douchey, but not so douchey that people wouldn't be interested in in the storyline with him, you know, because it has to be one of those things where it's like, why, why does she... Put up with this, you know, so writing that fine line in this episode, you know, and that that sort of happened too on set. I remember going over to Sean and saying, like, can you ask them to to can you ask him to with her more while, you know, while they're listening to the other people? And then a lot of that, you know, made it in to, uh, you know, to their storyline. Just, you know, the fact that he's he's got to be really invasive but he can't be so in i mean it's a, i think it's really sitcom well played yeah you yeah, know? yeah definitely so definitely um and then know. you were mentioning the the very last scene with him about really believing that he actually likes codex yes and he truly does i mean i get that from that scene i know you did several takes yeah trying to get just right where yeah he's I'm not glad. overly doing it mm-hmm. but he's doing it just enough like he really likes her yeah and it's know? interesting because at the time i was just like let's get a take where he doesn't because you know she's admitted you like me and then we kept getting take after take of him going i and then changing the subject and i was like let's do one where he just you know just takes in a breath like he's about to answer and then can't even answer but the camera angle honestly was wrong like the the take was great and will's uh-huh. um performance of it was great but it's just it like it required a much more head on mm. uh you know uh shot of him which we just didn't have yeah. so it just kind of didn't play right so we put back in the oh i but i'm but it i think it still plays it's really still, well yeah it does really so you know it, and it, that's something that you know will talked about a lot with felicia about you know yeah. Like, <laughs> just how this guy is completely incapable and so out of touch with his feelings. Yeah. And so, you know, like, compensating so much for well, being I love that, you're getting and, so much more into Fox. Yeah. He's not this really horrible, horrible person. Yeah. He truly isn't. I mean, he definitely has that side to him. Yeah, I think, you know, he's just a guy who... Yeah, like, he's probably, he was super nerdy, and then in order to compensate for that, ended up being like, you know what, I'm going to be, I'm going to say... Arrogant and cocky. And yeah, like, yeah, before you even have a chance yeah. to get close to me, I'm just going to be like, F- you. Yeah. You know, and keep everybody at bay, so yeah. Yeah. it's been fun to play with that, but... Um, cool, yeah, I noticed that Will does have a, he contributes a lot to Fox. Oh, absolutely. Which is great. Yeah. You well, know. it's super important to him not to play that character one-dimensionally because he like you said like potentially it can just be super flat and just one note and one note and one note but i think you know i don't know i just i love that will's uh (laughs) sort of second career is playing like these weird douchebags it's like what how did that happen with will wheaton but i love it you know and i think part of the reason that it does work is that you realize oh there's something else going on just by virtue of the fact that he's playing yeah that kind of character so yeah. That's pretty cool. Cool. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Thanks. Hey, guys. This is Kenny. And Jenny. And we're here with the one and only Will Wheaton. He is uh, shooting several scenes today. Uh, the first one to start with would be um, the fancy restaurant where you surprise Codex, or Fox surprises Codex. Right. And uh, you get to meet Sandeep's mom and have dinner with Jeff. How is it working with those guys? It's your first time with them. 
Yeah, m- most of what we did in season three, other than the land party, was really in isolation of each other. And I know Jeff. Jeff and I used to do Acme together. And uh, he is one of the funniest people I've ever been around, ever in my life. Jeff can say and do just about anything and reduce me to, like, please stop, you're hurting me, giggles. So it was, it was really fun, it, it, and, and it pre- presented a bit of a challenge because we need to really stay focused because we're, we're going real fast because we don't have a lot of time and we don't have a lot of money. And uh, if we're having too much fun goofing off, then it slows the day down. And um, uh, so that was sort of, you know, just like, all right, just stay focused, keep working. But it was a really good time. It's a very funny scene. And uh, I was really happy that we, you know, we banged it all out, and and I'm super happy with with what uh, with what got done. Awesome. Do you have any favorite moments so far that you've done? I'm really happy with the way all of the work has come together. Uh, when we did, when Felicia and I did this scene in the hallway yesterday, um, it was it was like playing Operation. It was really important when 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 I kiss her, like. It needs to be legitimately hot and sexy, but it can't be creepy and weird. And really, like, listen, I love Felicia, but it was very much like kissing my sister. It was very (laughs) weird for me. It was weird and uncomfortable. And I asked Kim, like, did that read? You know, was that because I'm an actor? I can pretend, but did it? Was it okay? And Kim said, actually, it created this awesome additional tension that will read well. And it's an important scene. All right, I am here now with Vince, who just shot his first scene, uh, episode seven. Uh, you, uh, your first one was pretty much just you talking to the camera. Yeah, it's just one of the normal um, shots of us in our rooms and all that. Me and my layer at the PC. Yes, yes, and but you did uh, have to do your Nick Cage impression. <laughs> How did that go? That was funny. Um, uh, Kim actually came up to me, our producer. And said, okay, for Nicholas Cage, just what you need to do is really think hard about whether or not you left the oven on. And that'll really do the face. So I did. And that was good. So then Sean's just like, okay, you know what? Just multiply it by like five. And that's the exaggerated thing you see in this episode. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, now, you had a few changes on your, uh, you know, in your dialogue. How do you handle that when they come in and give you new lines? Like, seconds before you're about to shoot them pretty well i mean i will admit sometimes in a given scene if i have a brand new line i may fudge it once or twice but ordinarily it's not that difficult and i do pretty well with it so you know and then uh another scene that you shot was with your sister uh where she is your acting coach and uh she's a little rough with you how was that uh, whole scene well, it was fun, and I've, I've come to understand that the fans always love when my sister gets to beat me up. Mm-hmm. It's always a crowd favorite, and we rehearsed it a lot, actually, with her sort of streaming me out and smacking me with a cane. I might have a bruise or two tomorrow, but it's fun. I just I always love the sort of violent back and forth with Dina. It's yeah. great fun. Yeah, and she, she had a problem screaming and yelling, but you uh, said that she had no problem screaming and yelling in real life. Oh, yeah, I mean, at first she was, you know, a little, wasn't sure kind of what to do with her voice, but she she can raise it when, she, yeah, she, she was just fine. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you chatting with us. Absolutely. All right, I'm here today with Tara Casso. She is uh, Dina, 
And uh, you were here for uh, one scene in episode seven uh, where you got to... Well, first of all, you were uh, Blades' acting coach. Yeah. Then you actually had a cane and you got to beat him. How uh, how did that scene go? Oh, it was pretty fun, you know, like having to yell at him and, you know, like knock his chin up with a cane. It's fun stuff. Nice. Now, you had a hard time yelling during rehearsal? Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm really good at yelling, but I'm not good at yelling if I'm, like, trying to do it. But it takes me a little while to get used to it, but eventually I could, like, start screaming. Got it going. Yeah. Great. Thanks for chatting with me. Sure. Thanks. John Malkovich happy. Robert Pattinson, and then that's when you have the line, the, uh, my, my, my eyelids, my eyelids switching. So he'll complain and say my eyelids switching, and then when you come back around <coughs> on that one, that's when you say, Robert Pattinson, ecstasy. Because he's complaining, so you're going to get in his face a little bit. All right. So you can start it off like that. So it's Mel Gibson scared. And walk immediately when you start. So it's Mel Gibson scared. Robert Pattinson, ex- or, uh, John Malkovich, happy. And then, and then when, when, he, and then you, you can say your line. Right there. Yeah. My eyebrow is starting to twitch. Um, R. Pattinson scared. Or R. Pattinson ecstasy. Ecstasy. Yeah. So let, let's just try that. Let me see what that looks like. <clears throat> we are actually we're at uh, the fancy restaurant. I don't think it has a name in the script. The fancy it's restaurant. It's the fancy restaurant. It's what it is called. And we are here with a bunch of extras, and we just wanted to, to chat with some of them and get their experience. So, hello. Hi. Uh, can you tell me your name? My name is Catherine Koenig. And how did you hear about uh, becoming an extra? The wonderful world of Twitter. My husband called me at work and was like, you have to do this right now. <laughs> so we dropped everything and came down. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they tweeted, I think, like 20 minutes later. Yeah, yeah. Everything was booked already. It was instantaneous. You send an email right now. Yeah. And then we were convinced we weren't going to get in. Uh, and so Wednesday night when we went to bed, there was no email. So we figured, no, we didn't get it. That's a real shame. And then Thursday morning we woke up. It was, it was like, yes! <laughs> this is so great. <laughs> so are, have you been the kind of guilt for long? Oh, since the very, very beginning. So you were there at the very beginning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love it. Absolutely love it. How did we find it? I just want to say the Webiverse. So just we're always into the techno. That's a trademark term. By yeah, the way. <laughs> that's that's our the Webiverse is our trademark term. Um, no, we just just discover everything and seeing what's fun and new. Yeah. So yeah, and do you have a favorite character? Oh, that's really tough. That's uh, really tough. I love I love them all, and I love the way they interact with each other. Um, so, and then when they brought in Will Wheaton, it's just like, oh, yeah. Evil Wheaton is good. <laughs> were you expecting, is everybody who is here who you were expecting to see, or were you surprised? No, I think for the most part. Uh, I mean, it's a restaurant, so we knew, I mean, you're not going to have the entire group here. So, we knew there'd be a couple people, and I figure with the way season three ended, there'd definitely be Will Wheaton. But that was just my guess, and thankfully it's true. Surprised to see uh, Vichy, or Sabu's mother back? Very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised. That's a big, big... uh, Very exciting. Of course. Not allowed to say anything. we're going to play this tonight, right? Of course, yeah. Before the season comes. Of course. We're going to spoil it. Great. Do you have a question for her? Um... So far on the day, what has been your favorite moment on set? I know it's still early. It's still very early. Uh, The sun is now up. Uh, Favorite thing on the set? That's another good question. Uh, It's just 
I think just sitting, being able to watch it as it happens, uh, and, and just to see see them outside of the world and as they are as regular people, as individuals, has just uh, been an amazing experience. You, you just don't get every day. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you. And now we have another extra who is the husband of the extra we just talked to. <laughs> it's awesome. Can you tell us your name? Yeah. Uh, my name is David Koenig. Okay. And how did, so obviously you're the one that actually yeah. saw the tweet. I, uh, I had, was sitting at home, um, day off from school. I'm actually a culinary student. And uh, I was sitting there with my phone watching TV and uh, brought up the Twitter feed. And all of a sudden I see this, oh yeah, hey, we're looking for extras. Send an e- you know the auto email. So I sent it just to see what would happen and got the the information and I immediately called my wife and was just like okay we need to do this and because uh, yeah we've been we've been fans since the pretty much the very beginning I think I think we started watching like after episode three or something like that that's when we heard about it so we started to watch and um, yeah we've just been hooked ever since because it, it I mean we can completely relate to us I mean that's that's us sort of thing um but uh, yeah, so saw on Twitter, sent in the info, and yeah, because we went to bed at like what nine thirty on Wednesday because I have to be up at five fifteen on Thursday morning, and uh, wake up and there's the email confirmation. Like, very happy. <laughs> I, I, I did an animated hooray without you know yelling because I don't want the director to get all upset. Um, and uh, yeah. don't want to piss him off. No, 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 no. He's a burly man. Um, <laughs> But uh, Burley. Burley. Yes. Don't mess with the uh, the poor boy hat and the beard. But um, yeah, no, it's very exciting. Very exciting. Very happy to be here. Just happy to be able to support it in another way, other than you know buying the DVDs. Because I, I figured it's like you know what, this is how we can show love. And so we're here. You know, got up at three thirty this morning to commute in from Anaheim and. Um, yeah, totally worth it. Having a blast. Nice. Yay! Yeah, do you have a favorite character? You know, that's an interesting question. I I think my favorite is probably Vork. And I think the reason why I gravitate towards Vork is because he, he reminds me of, like, an exaggerated version of my dad. Um, because my dad is very, very conscious of money. Very conscious. I mean, there's running jokes that he's got, like, dollar bills in his wallet that he's had since, like, the 50s. So... I, it's kind of like I kind of look at him and like it's like if my dad never got married. <laughs> so just really funny. Um, I, I guess the standard. Uh, do you have a favorite moment so, so far? So far. Um, well, we're we're sitting in the corner. Uh, we're in the sort of the, I guess the wrangling pen, and I, I have a pretty decent view of the door. And I think it's like okay when. Um, Zebu walked in and was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And Felicia walked in and was like, oh, it was really cool. And we're sitting there and just like, we did. <laughs> Very excited about that. So we kind of we kind of guessed that maybe that was happening, but uh, we weren't sure, but very happy. Very happy about that. Now, you guys have only seen this scene, so is it confusing as to what the heck is going on? Um, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I'm going to say no. Only because, given where season three ended off, given where this is at, we don't know where in the chronology this particular scene takes place, but it seems like, okay, I can kind of guess at a logical progression, but I'm kind of weird that way. I can kind of foresee that sort of thing. You do have film crew, or yeah. photography. Yeah, 
in a past life, I had a degree in photography. So worked for Kodak and whatever. Well, we really appreciate you uh, stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're back again for another awesome extras interview. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? I'm Jason Rector. And how did you come upon being here today? I think like most people, um, I saw Felicia Day post a thing on Twitter about needing extras. Um, so I sent an email and got an email back and I'm here. Ta-da! The magic of Twitter. The magic of Twitter. <laughs> and have you been a fan of the show for a long time? I have. Um, a friend of mine introduced me to it, I guess it was like midway through the, the first season. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's uh, just a very well done, well written, every episode is hilarious. Um, so I've been a fan of the show for a while, and when this opportunity came up, uh, it's been great to be here and get to see them do the whole thing in person. Yeah. How has your experience been so far? It's been great. Um, I mean, it's one of those. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm that dirty word. I'm an actor, um, so I'm really interested in you know the technical aspects of how they shoot it, and the crew here has been incredible. Um, I guess one thing, um, everybody listening at home, I don't know if you pay attention to it much, but the lighting crew is fantastic. Like, um, the yes. way, like we're in this restaurant, and they've just done an incredible job of setting everything up. So it's been fun to not just watch the actors, but to watch how the crew, I mean, they, they really do have a great operation here. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you talking to us. They have to go back in. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Back to work. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're here with a, another extra. Uh, you want to give us your name? Hey, my name is Troy Butcher. Okay, and how did you find out about uh, the extra gig today? Uh, well, basically, I asked about. It. I went to the signing on April second with the the of this call yeah. monk book, and I just was talking to the different cast members, and they mentioned that they're going to be starting season four, and I was like, "Hey, could I be an extra?" And they said, "Just email," and so I sent it off, and it was like, "There's no way I didn't." If I could be a part of the show, I was going to be here, so... Yeah. yeah. So how far did you travel? I traveled about 30 miles. Okay, so not too bad. So not too bad. Yeah, and there's some people came from, like, Anaheim and... Yeah. Further out. Arizona, I think. I hope people flew it, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm further than Han- Anaheim, but Arizona is ridiculous. <laughs> um... How's the experience been so far? It's, I mean, like, I've done some extra work on other sets before, so it's about the same. Like, they've, they've crafty, so that's always good. It's, yeah. it's a lot of hurry up and wait, but it's just worth it to be here and see the stars of the show. Yeah. Any surprises? Like, were, were you expecting to see everyone that you saw today? Um, I'm actually, I'm really happy to see VG, who's Abu's mom back. Like, that's exciting. Um... Yeah, I guess there's more people than I expected to be here today, and it's really cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, do you have a favorite character? My favorite character is probably Clara, okay. just because she's such like a ditz, and yeah. it's really funny to watch. Yeah. Do you see yourself as any of the characters? Um, as far as who I am, probably Zabu. Okay. Just because I've had. <laughs> some mother issues in the past and <laughs> not going to go into all that but yeah, yeah. very cool awesome uh, um, so far on set today what has been your favorite moment my favorite moment is just I don't know it's fun being able to see what's going to happen before it does it's fun seeing the dynamic on set like all the actors get clearly get along really well they're all really funny people yeah. it's just fun like being a part of the show in my own little way. 
About a year ago. So, so was it Dr. Horrible that brought you on to it? Yeah. Yeah, most people saw Felicia and yeah. <laughs> researched her a little bit more and mm-hmm. found the guild. So. We're setting up lunch behind us. Yeah. So it's like, whoa, uh, <laughs> all the food's coming in. All right, well, we appreciate you uh, chatting with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now it's time for another interview with an extra. Extra! She's an extra, extra. Extra, extra. She's one of the waiting staff. The wait staff of this wonderful establishment. Yes. And we have five minutes to talk to her, according to Brian, the AD. I'm actually an Emmy-nominated extra. I just got nominated Wednesday. Wait, for really real? For real, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, it's for the uh, Ellen DeGeneres website. Uh, okay. Yeah, for producing that for the last two and a half years. It's uh, like a new... Horizons, I think, or new vi- new new visions, I believe, is the category title. So. Visions. Yeah, it's there's an Emmy for everything. <laughs> hey, hey, what's your name, Yo Yo? What's your name? Tess. Tess Bodley. Yes. I realize that we're just chatting, and I haven't even asked her what her name is. <laughs> so, how did you uh, find about this the whole extra? Uh, well, I met Felicia at Comic-Con last year, and uh, I'd been watching The Guild since uh, it first came out and really loved it, and um, I told her when I met her and Kim that I'd uh, that if they ever needed any help of any kind, that I would, and then I saw it on Twitter, like I'm sure everyone else did, and so I'm here. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Any question? Your oh. turn. Uh, I just asked that question. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> ask another one, because you're awesome. Uh, how's your experience been so far? Fantastic. It's, uh, I mean, the crew is really great. I've, I've been around a ton of different crews, um, some various web series, TV shows, movies. Um, but they're all, I love these guys. They're, they're all super professional, super nice. They're very respectful, especially, like, you know, very, very respectful of all the extras, which is something you don't necessarily find, amazingly enough. Like, you would think that people would be treated well in this industry, but not always. So I, I can't, you know, but it always starts... It always starts from the top. It's, you know, Felicia's such a sweetheart that, you know, she sets the tone and everybody else follows it, you know. So I, that's that's what I found in every pretty much every set I've been on. If there's a bad vibe on set, it's probably because the person in charge is sending out bad vibes. And it happens. Do you have a favorite character on the show? Oh, God, do I have a favorite character on the show? Uh, um, I think it kind of changes, but pretty much most of the time, uh, Tinkerbella has, has, has always been my favorite. Um, I, I just think she's hysterical. Um, yeah, I, I love playing games, and I seem to have adapted to uh, that whole multiple electronics gadgets at the same time I can't seem to watch television without being on my laptop yeah um it's you know it's just ridiculous cool um anything surprise you about this shoot about the shoot today about the shoot you expect to see no 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 surprise no how do you feel about uh, VG uh, Sandeep's mom or is that who's mom uh she's great love her so so funny that's always that's always good um Surprisingly enough, the funniest thing is uh, when I first when I first saw um, season one, 
I actually don't play any MMOs at all. Like, zero. I just, uh, I, I, I play an insane amount of games on my Xbox 360 and my PS3 and everything, but I've never, ever gotten to the MMOs, but I laughed so hard because I know these people. These are my friends. I'm, like, the biggest geek in the world. I've been programming for 15 years and collecting comics since, you know, I was a child. And So it was so funny. I was like, oh, that's so-and-so, and that's so-and-so. And then... I got a couple of my friends, uh, I told a couple of my friends who do play an insane amount of WoW, and they just cracked up and just like fell in love with it, because it's just so true. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us, so like, you got to get back to work. Time for work! Thank you guys very much. Thank you all. Time to serve it. some more bread. All right, we're here with another extra. Can you give us your name, please? My name is Robert, and I'm Queen. And uh, how did you hear about the whole Guild Extra gig? Well, um, uh, uh, I got into the guild when I first saw their uh, video called Do You Want to Be My Avatar? And from there I found the show. And I recognized uh, Felicia Day from a previous piece of work that she did called Dr. Horrible Singalong Video Blog. And I loved her in that. So I sat down and I watched the entire guild show just back to back to back. And it's like, oh, this is going to be big. <laughs> cool. So how did you hear about this event? How did you... Well, what happened was... Um, uh, last year at um, Halloween in 2009, uh, I was in Long Beach and I was out with some friends and I saw a bunch of people in a corner in, in costume. So I walked over there and was commenting about their costumes, turned around and there was Robin who plays Clara and she was standing there, but I didn't recognize her at first. I turned around and I'm like, oh my God, you know who you should have dressed as for Halloween? And she goes, who? And I'm like, this character named Clara from the Guild. Have you heard of it? Well, instantly her and her friends started laughing and I I'm standing there, you know, like, okay, I just did something stupid. What are they laughing at? And then it clicked, and I recognized her, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're not, are you? And she goes, yes, I am. And I felt so stupid for, you know, for walking up to her and going, oh, my God, have you heard of you? That's very funny. So she told you about it. Yeah, uh, um, I asked if they were looking for any extras. She told me to send in an, an email to the website, and I, I did. And then last week I got an email back, and I was so excited. I've been running around to like all my friends and bragging, and, and now I'm here to help out in any way I can. And, and you're not only an extra, you're an extra extra. You're part of the waiting staff. Yes, I, I, am, I am the uh, bus boy. Everything clean. Yes, he is. Doing a good job. <laughs> Or do you have a favorite character from the show? Um, I like Clara. She's pretty funny. Um, of course, I love Felicia Day, but that goes without saying. You know, since she helps write this, and uh, um, I know Kim Avery per, uh, per, uh, produces it. And so I think they have a, a, a great um, circle of talent here, and, and I know this is going to love to be something big, and I'm just glad to have a little small part in it. Very cool. Um... Have, do you have a favorite moment on set today? Um, not uh, 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 specifically some of the outtakes that I'm sure are are are, are gonna show up <laughs> are pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Now, were you surprised to see anybody on set, like Will Wheaton or uh, Zabu's mom? Um, I was surprised to see Zabu's mom. Um, I was hoping to see Robin so I could thank her for like getting me here to this point but unfortunately she is not here today but uh, Felicia Day's here uh, Vork is here Zabu Zabu's mom so 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 it's great just to just to have a chance to like watch them work yeah. 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 
I like all the episodes, but one of my favorite lines, um, it was from the third season, I think, episode 10. I'm not sure. I'm sure someone will correct me on this. But it's when Felicia Day is doing her um, blog diary, and she makes a comment about, it's not about the people, it's about the game. Stupid humans. That should be a shirt. They need to put that one on a shirt. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time and chatting with us. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Kenny and Jenny. We're live on the set of season I am actually four. here. She is there. I'm just. I was like, why are you saying that I'm here? I'm so for used to me. doing it by myself. <laughs> um, what? We have another extra here. Uh, thanks for joining us. And your name is Amber. Amber. And how did you hear about this whole event here? Twitter. Twitter. So you're one of the lucky ones. Yes, definitely. It sounds like it was a radio contest. Like, you're the lucky winner! It was, because they, I literally, he tweeted it, and it, it was like 10, 15 minutes, it was done. Yeah. They were like, okay, Crazy. thank you, we have enough already. And then they had to go through and weed through those people. Yeah, I told a couple of my friends who are also fans, and one of them got in, and one of them didn't. Like, yeah. within like an hour's difference. Yeah. Was the one that didn't get in sad? Yes, he was. He's very sad. So, when did you come upon the guild? Um, somewhere during the first season, actually. Yeah, I'm a fan of Felicia and the whole Josh, Josh Whedon crew. Yeah, so, she's a Whedon. She's a Whedonite. 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 I know the term. No, she is a Whedon. She's related to the Whedons. You didn't know this? No, just kidding. I'm totally screwing around. Thank That's you. how I um, got this extra gig. Right. <laughs> she had the inside track. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite character on the show? Oh, it's it's so hard to choose. I think um, a lot of work moments are probably my favorite, but it's so difficult to choose. Yeah. Now, can do you see yourself as any of these characters, or maybe a combination? Um, Felicia's character, I guess, nerdy, insecure girl. I think <laughs> definitely. Uh, favorite moment. You always look at me like oh, Jenny knows. Oh. Question, question. <laughs> be nice. Yay! I can just interview um, by myself. That you want? What? Are you trying to kick me off the show? Is that what's happening? Um, no. Um, what? <laughs> what's been your favorite moment so far? Um, hearing Vork say sassafras a million different times oh in different God. takes. Everybody busts up. <laughs> Um, other than that, it's kind of just the talk in between takes. They were doing Jamaican accents earlier, which were really more like hybrids between Italian and Jamaican accents. <laughs> so, nice. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. I appreciate you guys chatting with me. And we're back once more with another interview with our fabulous extra. Yes. I don't know if we're doing these like once a day or we're gonna do one long. Yet, so. It's gonna be a mystery. <laughs> um, so, uh, what's your name? My name's Autumn. And Autumn. How did you find out about today? Uh, Twitter. Like everybody. Again, you were one of the lucky ones who. Got yeah. Time. Uh, for some reason, that, that was just when I took my break at work, and I was able to. Get my email. I think I snuck in the confirm me email <laughs> after my break. But yeah, nice. <laughs> now do you have a favorite character? Uh, I think that the one I identified with most would be uh, Sid. But 
I think the one I find most enjoyable is Claire because she's so ridiculous. I never want to be that kind of mother. Yeah, she's a good for not. I think my yeah. eye twitches every time she like does something motherly. Yeah, yeah. And she'll inspire mothers everywhere to be better mothers. Oh, yeah. Very true. Very true. What would Clara do? Do the opposite. I like that. The I end. T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, what has been your favorite moment so far? Uh, I think just hanging out with all the re- nerds. I yeah. like feel like at home. Party. I know. <laughs> it's like being at a convention, only there's not as much sweat. Yeah. <laughs> there's some sweat, too, though. It's so awesome. <laughs> not as much. That's I like that. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a nerd convention with less sweat. <laughs> we need to put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> totally. Um, uh, oh geez, so much, so much pressure. I'm not. We've been doing this all day. You think we'd be better at it? Hear those stories. I'm pantomiming to the other people at my table. Is it hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been telling all sorts of crazy stories from my past that no one has any idea what I'm saying. It is amazing. It's so good to do that. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you. Hey guys, we're back, and we have another wonderful extra with us, and your name is? Meredith. Meredith. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet How you. did you hear about the whole experience here today? Twitter. So again, wow, we've been three in a row. Yeah. Just one of those lucky people who saw it at the right time, answered yeah. it at the right time, and got in. I was actually worried, because I, I sent in my confirmation email, and then I saw right after that, like, oh, we don't need any more people. Yeah. I was like, no, dang it, I make it in time. But actually, uh, yeah, I didn't think I made it, so I signed up to uh, help collect food at a local grocery store and then ditched my mom to come here. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> it's okay. She found people. She found people. Nice. Now, um, how's this whole experience been? It's been pretty amazing. It's always sort of uh, trippy being around the stars and stuff, but... Um, yeah, it's it's a lot more painstaking a process than I imagined. Like just watching them do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, so you hadn't previously been on any sets or anything. So this is like a totally new experience for you. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I guess probably for them it's just painful, but for me it's like oh my gosh. What's the same line? I've been doing that three years and I still find it amazing every time I watch one of these. Things. I've been here all season, so yeah, it never gets boring. Nope. Um, do you have a favorite character? Um, probably Zabu. Maybe Zabu Vork. <laughs> they're all, they're pretty funny. Nice. And do you see yourself as any of the characters or a combination of them? Probably Vork slash Codex. <laughs> Combo. Yeah, yeah. You do have the red hair. Yeah, I got the. That's right, you're, you're the stand-in. Right? The red hair slash the like saying really awkward things, like, <laughs> way on top of that. And you're actually the stand-in for Felicia, which is really cool. That was awesome. Yeah, your second. Uh, yeah. Whenever they call Team Two, I'm like Team Two, assemble. That's great. Awesome. Did you? Were you surprised when you came on set and you saw who? was on set uh, yeah I mean just well seeing them even if you expect them there it's like oh. I was surprised when like the director Sean came over he's like hi I'm Sean and we're like hi oh my god <laughs> that was kind of cool how was it seeing uh, Zebu's mom again that was awesome that was uh, yeah she's really funny <laughs> she's pretty classic 
Well, we appreciate you taking the time and chatting with us. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me. Back to work. Oh, gosh. We have another extra, extra for you. Extra, extra. Extra, extra. Um, can you look, tell us your name? I'm Aaron Jackson. And Aaron, you're actually an extra, extra because you're one of part of the waiting staff. So you were singled out as from the group of... As uber special. That's right. Correct. Don't I tell just, the yeah. others. Yeah, I just have the right look, I guess. Yeah. And you actually <laughs> have a scene with Fork. Uh, I do, actually. Uh, it's it's a pretty intense, but uh, uh, you know, but it's all right. You know, I, I like being there. I like being a part of it. And was this all a total surprise before you got here? Um, Did they tell you you were going to be a waiter and be talking to anybody? It was a bit of a surprise, actually. Um, I, I knew that certain people would be selected, but uh, I didn't expect that you know that I would be singled out to have a little more uh, movement, at least, in, in, in the involved scene. Yeah. So how did you find the guild? Uh, when season one was posted on Xbox Live, and been a dedicated fan ever since and trying to get as many people I know uh, and my, my wife is hooked on it and several of my friends now too nice and your wife she's here with you right no actually oh, she could, she cannot come she had oh, to no. she had to, to, to work this weekend and so I'm here on my own and actually tell people where you're from oh, yeah. I am from Peoria Arizona it's right outside of Phoenix that's about 390 miles from here Six and a half hours, six six plus hours yeah. drive. Yep, and well worth it. And he did on Thursday. No, yeah, Thursday. Yep, Thursday night, and got and got here bright and early this morning, and going to be another day tomorrow, and then a late night drive back. Back to work. Yeah. Just go back to work wow. on Monday. Yep. Seven, Crazy. Se- Seven a.m. Monday morning. Seven a.m. <laughs> this is how dedicated Guild fans are. Yep. <laughs> it's fantastic, guys. I'll, I'll do it again. I absolutely would. Yeah. So, what's been your favorite moment? Uh, just seeing everybody arrive actually this morning. I mean, it's, it's been neat all day long. But just when when you first see these these people you've been watching for for well, I guess years now, uh, and they're actually right there in front of you, and you know, putting in the work hours too. And but but the moment they showed up, it's like wow, this is this is this is neat. It was real. Yeah. Were you surprised? Um, well, I, I was surprised that um, that they were here as early as the rest of us, really, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I knew they, that they would be here, and it's just. Knowing is one thing, but actually seeing it is something else entirely. Yeah, but were you surprised to see Viji, which is uh, Zabu's mother? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, she hasn't hasn't been in it since season one, yeah, right? She's the big surprise this season. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not spoiling anything, are we? No. <laughs> this won't air until the episode does. So oh, okay. Yeah. All good. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was very, very neat to see her and. Uh, Sat next to her, her and ate a donut with her, which is kind of weird. Not like we didn't share one, but it was just—it was very strange. Like that's not how I expected it, part of my morning to be. Yeah, and I saw you having conversations with Will Wheaton also. Yeah, talked to him a little bit, and uh, we we geeked out a little bit together, you know, talking about uh, Think Geek, which is a fantastic geek toy site and, and memorabilia type things. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it was very very surreal. Who is your favorite character on the show? I got to go with Vork. Yeah, does he? Um, He's—I don't want to say necessarily that I'm like him because he's a strange, strange character for sure. But uh, you know, he's—he's direct and he's—you know—knows when he's right, even if he's not. And you know, kind of relate to that a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) So would you say that you're? Because I normally ask, what character do you see yourself as, or maybe a combination of several? I would say Vork. There's there's not really a combination there. It's just he's the one that I mean, anybody who who has has known me would probably say that that was the one that's the closest. Mm -hmm. How about your wife? What character does she represent? Um, probably actually, uh, Dina. Okay. Yeah. Um, the dry wit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she doesn't really fit the, the mold of any of the other characters personality-wise, but that one, the, the, kind, of, the kind of blunt correctness. Yeah. yeah. 
Any more questions? Um, no. All right. Then yeah. Done. Thanks for chatting with us. Awesome. Thank you very much. We have another extra with us. And your name is? Uh, my name is Francis. And uh, how did you hear about the whole being an extra on the Guild? Oh, I heard about it on um, the tweet that they sent out. Um, fortunately, I was uh, at work on the computer with a tweet deck on and popped up. Right place, right time. So, uh, yeah, it was like within five minutes I was confirmed and I was in. So Yeah, nice. Yeah. I was actually worried that I wouldn't get in because there were so many fans. So, yeah. but yeah, I hear you're from not from around here. Um, not from, well, I mean, like half an hour away, maybe. Okay. In Fullerton, California. Okay. So, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, favorite uh, character from the guild? Um, I would have to say Vork. Vork. Um, I play World of Warcraft, and. Uh, I'm a guild master, so a lot of my guildies call me Vork. They they nice. make the comparison to Vork, even though I'm not as funny as him. So, but yeah. Okay. Um, what was uh, in getting here this morning? Like, what was in first getting here? What was the biggest surprise or moment where your your first experience getting here? I guess the biggest surprise would be that we were being such close quarters with the cast and crew and. Um, you know, I was just downstairs and I was just watching. I was watching them watch it as directors. You know, on the screen, and Felicia was sitting right next to me. It was just like, whoa, this is this is pretty awesome. I, had, I don't want to lose my cool in front of her. Or anything. <laughs> so, nice. I think I did pretty good. And uh, how was the experience, just overall? Oh, it was unbelievable. I'm gonna be back here tomorrow, and so Great. yeah, nice. love it. Awesome. awesome. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time and chatting with us. No problem. We are shooting the fancy restaurant scene, and we have an extra, extra special person. She not only is an extra, but she also played the hostess. Um, so you saw quite a bit of her walking around. And uh, can you give us your name? My name is Lainey Iannucci. And uh, how did you hear about the extra gig? Um, I actually was interested in... Being a part of possibly auditioning for something in the guild, I mean, I love the show and love to pursue performance. And so I sent um, guild casting a headshot and resume, and to which they said, "Oh, you'll have to have your you know agent contact us or wait for um, you know extras posting." But Kim emailed me back and was like, "Hey, um, two weeks before the official mass announcement came out, so I was very excited." Nice. So you were actually hired on. As a real, I mean, a real extra, other than just a fan, yeah, kind who, of. <laughs> who who tweeted, yeah, very cool. So, how was the experience uh, playing the hostess and being uh, in the fancy restaurant? It was a lot of fun. Um, I wasn't expecting to get something, you know, that had a little bit of more of a title <laughs> than just like background extra. So that was really exciting. It was cool to be able to walk Felicia Day, you know, into the restaurant and be like. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Please sit there. Cool. Quite an honor. Very, very cool. <laughs> awesome. Um, do you have a favorite character on the show? Oh, gosh. I kind of like them all. I feel like I can probably identify with each of them, um, which is probably good, sad, and funny all at the same time. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably have to say Felicia Day Codex is, yeah. Yeah. Now, did you have a... Were you surprised to see anybody yesterday? Like uh, Viji, who plays uh, Zabu's mom. I was actually surprised to see her. And it was really nice because, you know, through the past seasons and 
watching and was like, oh, every time she'd pop up, I'd be like that evil woman, you know? And then it was kind of nice to see her and be like, oh, she's so yeah. sweet. <laughs> she was really, she was really nice evil. to talk with. And like, yeah. um, she gave a lot of her time, just like we talked and had some conversation. It was really nice. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. Um, Do you have a favorite moment from yesterday yeah. or from doing the fancy restaurant scene? Um, hmm. Would we be escorting Felicia? Yeah, probably. And then um, some parts of the scenes were really, really funny. And to see Vork stash all that food <laughs> in real life versus just on the screen, yeah. just see the mess that yeah. <laughs> that made was like, oh, yes, <laughs> they really do have fun and make a mess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what was really funny is we found out from the director that scene was initially supposed to be, he was supposed to just wipe the entire table into his briefcase, dishes and all. Oh, nice. But the dishes were owned by the restaurant that were yeah. at, so yeah. they couldn't really destroy them. So yeah. they, they opted with him just stuffing stuff into it. That was probably funnier, actually, yeah. just, like, grabbing everything and going, scrape, scrape, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, yeah. it's just going to be a big old mess inside of his suitcase. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to ask him today and walk up to him and be like, so, I just got to ask you, did you wind up doing, you know, freezer or vacuum packing? <laughs> but <laughs> haven't had an option to ask him yet. <laughs> Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you so much. It's great. So we're here today with... Robert. 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 Uh, how did you hear about the Guild, being an extra gig? Actually, uh, about being an extra gig, I heard through my wife, Lainey. Um, she was on Twitter, and they were talking about doing casting for the Guild, and she's like, oh, maybe I could get a job, you know, as an actor. And wow. Yeah. So then we ended up being extras. Nice. And the first scene you did was the big um, dinner scene, the fancy restaurants, what they're calling it. Uh, How was that? It was very fancy. (laughs) (laughs) So fancy. So fancy. Um, Yeah, it was. It was actually a pretty cool scene. Uh, We had we had the whole restaurant blocked off, um, which was nice, and the lighting was pretty amazing. All the lighting work that Mm -hmm. they did, and uh, and were there any surprise people? that showed up any actors that you didn't expect to see yeah there was one actor i didn't expect to see uh i wasn't expecting to see zabu's mom there yeah. uh but that was a it was a big surprise it was uh nice to see her there though and she had some really funny lines too yeah. But, yeah. yeah um so what was it like actually being there watching it being shot live it was really interesting i've actually always been sort of interested in filmmaking but i've never really been on the set of a of a something that's actually being filmed at the time that it's being filmed yeah. uh, so that was really cool um, yeah. um, do you have a favorite character on the show favorite character uh, I'd say it's probably going to be a toss up between Codex and Zabu which might be an odd two people to be a toss up between <laughs> but I like them for different reasons nice. uh, Yeah. Now, do you see yourself as any of the characters or a combination of um yeah, I don't know. Maybe a little Codex, a little Blades, maybe a little bit of Riley. <laughs> Whoa, Just a little bit. <laughs> Are you an FPS dude? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, like to torture your wife? Okay, that's horrible. No, yeah. uh, no. We won't go there. We won't go there. Well, that's like the famous like, false dichotomy right there. Have you stopped torturing your wife yet? I'm like, if I say yes, then it's bad. Nice. Do you have a favorite moment from the fancy restaurant scene? 
Um, yeah, definitely vor- uh, Vork shoveling all the food into the... Your wife, Your wife said the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I, I, still, I was hoping you would put the water glass in there, but that didn't end up happening. So. <laughs> nice. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. Yep. Yeah, good to see you, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I'm here with Sean Becker, and we are discussing episode seven. We're heading to the home stretch here, last half of the season. Not, not a home stretch, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, we're going down the hillside. I guess six I, was the peak, the very top. You act like this is the last episode. Yeah, just we're almost done. Just do ex- just do exactly what you've done up to this point all over again, but harder. We're going downhill now. Because the con, the you would think no 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 the, no, the, the, the season does not that, go. That, that sounds bad. You're right. The season does right. not go down. Maybe a little downhill. <laughs> two people die, but I won't tell you which two because that would be a spoiler <laughs> no alert. Spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, all right. So what happens in this one? This one's a lot of it. It's the restaurant. So let's might as well talk about that because that was the bulk of the episode. Yeah, it's weird. I, I guess this is one of those rare episodes. Um, where we are just kind of in one location for the entire thing. Yeah. And I don't know how long... I have the episode in front of me. The episode right now is about... It's about seven minutes long. Uh, the original cut of this was ten. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Kim mentions this in her interview mm-hmm. that you guys cut. And I do remember we shot so much stuff. We did. We this shot a lot. First time we've actually overshot and have deleted scenes. I mean, we've got a whole nother. Yeah, we've got three. I mean, we cut three minutes out all yeah. from the restaurant. Yeah, all the stuff with Tink and Clara and Blades and Dina, like that. That's all pretty much shot. Yeah. That's that's yeah. edited to shot. That's. I don't think we cut anything out of there. Yeah. Um, but it all came from the restaurant scene. It was just one of those things where we just watched it and just felt like you know it's not that the episode was too long it was that we were in one location for too long which isn't a bad thing but in our show which we tend to have a very quick pace mm-hmm. um and part of that comes from going from scene to scene from this storyline to this storyline to that storyline and here we only have two storylines we have the fancy dinner at the restaurant and then we have the stuff meanwhile with yeah. teen claire and blades but that's still very secondary yeah. and very short to, to the bigger to picture the, yeah. which is the whole thing and it's just a bunch of people sitting around a uh, table yeah um and so in the end you know, we kind of looked at the episode and said okay well what can we lose without losing any story and there yeah. was just a lot of just extra stuff that we thought you know what this isn't as important yeah. and that actually in this episode um uh there's a scene because you know they're all there for avanashi's birthday so zabu gives avanashi a, a present that's right and the present is the wig warmer that we saw because earlier that he was practicing that the braids the on. I know. Yeah. Kim mentions this. How? When? At what point did you guys say, "Okay, well, we're not going to use it"? Uh, in editing, when we saw the very first cut. Oh, wait, so cut. you had intended to use oh, it. Oh yeah. The, I mean, I mean, our, our first cut, we always put everything in just yeah. to see, you know, yeah. and then. Usually what we'll do is is we'll do that and then we have a first round of notes to the editor and just be like, okay, this is what we want to cut now. And then the editor will also throw in his two cents as yeah. someone who wasn't there on say, I think you can lose this. I think you can lose that. Yeah. Um, or sometimes he'll just take it out and we'll never notice. And then later on he's like, okay, I just want to make sure you guys were cool with that. And then in the end, when we take it, we may cut a line here or there or maybe we'll add something back in if we found it was funny. Yeah. But if it was something that was either redundant or something that we didn't feel like moved the story along. Yeah. Um, like, for example, we had the whole wig warmer scene, um, which was just kind of unnecessary. And, like, thank God we took it off the table after it's given. And that's funny you mentioned, because I, I mentioned the same thing to Kim. I'm like, I don't know if you intended to do that, 
I well, we because did because it's it, on he, the ground to begin with. He mm-hmm. gives it to his mom. His mom grabs it and puts it back on the ground, mm-hmm. so he can cut seamlessly. And, you would and when that's it. what we did, so in the middle so of it's that, it's funny that you. So you didn't think ahead of time that you were going to cut this scene. We always thought we were going to use it, and it was really funny because that was the one. That was the one episode. I mean, there were a lot of episodes and a lot of scenes we were looking forward to, but that was the one we're like, "Oh man, this dinner is going to be a disaster." Yeah. And I think if you talk to Kim, not Kim, Felicia, I want to say that originally the fancy dinner was going to be the way it was with Fox there and then Felicia wrote a draft without Fox in it yeah and it was just everyone else but then the last minute we're like no we think Fox should be in this yeah to add to just what a disaster this dinner is going to be and of course him wanting to be chaotic like to have him in there Um, of course I would have changed a lot of other storylines too because we have the the breakup at the end of the episode and whatnot. but yeah to have him um to have him in there was was a great addition because it was such the bulk of the episode, like all these different layers of what was going on. But then, yeah, um, actually, the reason for taking the wig warmer off of the table was just because it was obstructing the, the view, view between yeah. cause a lot of the dialogue is between Avinashi and Zabu, and so it was hard for them to talk to each other with this giant head the and the box, box was yeah. big. So it was like, here you go, mom. She takes it and goes, oh well, I'm sure I'll find uh, something to do with this. And then so the decision was made to put it on the ground just to because it was blocking the view, but thank God we did that or else we would have had to keep it in. Or all of a sudden there would have just been... Which could have also maybe worked to to, to cut back into that scene and all of a sudden you see an an open present with a wig warmer in it. You know, I guess we will... I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Uh, Cool. And let's see, what else? We have... uh, Let's talk about Blades and his acting coach. Yes, Dina. Yes. Yes. Um... How many takes did he do when he was doing those faces? We did, I th- I want to say we did three oh, uh, takes. Of course, I always feel bad for Vince because he always kind of gets the short end of the stick. Like, like whenever we're shooting because whenever we're shooting in anyone else's location, there's windows, which yeah. means there's sunlight, which means the sunlight goes down except for when you're in the garage. The yeah. sunlight, there's no sunlight ever. So we always save that for last and that's always what we you know, jump in. There's a panting dog in here, if anyone's <laughs> curious what that is. That's Buddy. He's, he's having a good time. It's funny, because when a dog's panting, he looks like he's smiling and happy, but he's he's miserable <laughs> and not. Now he's lying down. Now he's down. But anyways, I'm, I'm sorry. So, yeah, so, so it blades. And no, so it wasn't like a thing where we had to, like, sacrifice time for him. It was just like, you know, we're a little bit more selective. It's like when earlier on in the day... It's always like, okay, well, we're on time, so let's get another one, you know? But then with Blade, it's like once we get it, then we move on because usually it's near the end of the day. But we had – but I had taken um, Tara and Vince aside while we were setting up in there, and we just rehearsed and rehearsed it um, over in Tink's room Mm -hmm. at Felicia's house. And we just went over, and a lot of it was getting Dina to just shout and yell because – Tara doesn't do that and so it was a case. Yeah. and it's and it's the same with Robin sometimes too is sometimes Robin you know like when we do the festival the sea song at the beginning like you know I'll just tell her like just go for it because if you hold back that's what's going to look awkward and then she'll go for it and the yeah. same thing with with uh, Tara is she just went for it and just started shouting at her brother and it was hilarious yeah. because rather than her trying to shout or holding something back you can tell that something's wrong there but no, we, we practiced it, and she got – when we rehearsed, she kind of kept it down. But then once we got on set, she would just – I mean, you, you, you see the episode, yeah, yeah. and we're using the most intense takes. But then when I went back, like, they were all like that. Like, she just was like, I know I have to just – like, this is like a drill sergeant scene. Yeah. And we had the music in after to give it a little bit. But my favorite part 
of that is the Robert Pattinson impression yes. that, that Vince gives, which was different than what's in the final episode. It was, I think it was the one that was put in and we just never went back and looked at alternate taste because it was good yeah. and we liked it. And then in the end, it was like, let's just see what else there was. And there was that one, the one that's in there was really puckered up. At the last second before we delivered, I swapped out that shot really fast yeah. uh, to keep it in there and, and it really makes me laugh. Nice. Nice. And then we have uh, the uh, the blower, the wind blower. Yes. Scene. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, we had... This is kind of going back to the the picture, the, the painting, the Team uh, team Cox painting. And we kind of wanted his on... We just joked about this ongoing gag that whenever someone was in Fox's embrace, that there would be like this moment, yeah. like this this moment b- between them and... And I don't, and the idea of a windblower just bringing like a leaf blower, which I owned because we have it for just practical effects. Yeah. Whenever we're shooting stuff, we had bought one with the intention to take it back, but we're like, you never know when we'll use this again. So we've had it for a while. Yeah, but did we use that for season two when the uh, gardener blew the. No, no, that wasn't my. I, I hadn't bought it yet. Okay. Uh, that was after season two. It was just like someone just needs to own one. And so we just, I just went and bought one one day. Um, gotcha. And then we just kept it for, for reasons like this. And we had thought about it just as a joke and we had the windblower and we were there and and Felicia was really into it which was because it was such a bizarre idea so it was like oh if she's into it then yes let's do it and yeah. so we, we got there and it was hard because we had um, Tyler Robinson who was manning the leaf blower we, had, we were all crammed in a closet camera because that was a hallway we were shooting in yeah. so it's camera myself and Tyler was like I think between the, the tripod legs trying to aim and, and hit Felicia's face. Yeah. And it was really hard to do and aim it because it didn't... I mean, this isn't like a high-industry leaf blower. It's like, you know, yeah. just something I... You know, like the low-end one I bought at Home Depot. And so, yeah, we had him in there. He he. It took about, I think, four or five takes. And then I remember at the end, Kim Evie was like, make sure you get one without the wind blower because you're you never know and we had never had the intention to do it but we did get it as a safety iron and in editing it we went first round with leaf blower second round without leaf blower and then we decided finally in the end third round with leaf blower but it was one of those things that i could go either way it was yeah. like is it too silly isn't it but it's it's a lot of fun i think it's funny um, just because felicia reacts to it that's what well, and, and and I think that's what sold it in the end was her saying, "Is there a breeze in here?" If she didn't say that, we would have probably left it out actually yeah. because it may have just been too silly, and we don't really address it. But the fact that like we kind of pointed the elephant in the room, and I wish I would have used that line during the game on music video, pointing out the, the elephant, elephant in the, the room because that literally, you know, but yeah. we're not talking about that. <laughs> So anyways, it's like the fact that she did deliver that, and and it cuts out the frame before she cracks. And so once that went in, um, I think the joke was validated and, yeah. and it worked. But yeah, without it, we probably would have taken it out. Cool. Uh, anything else you can think of that was in that episode? That in this episode, uh, just oh, um, so the the part with Vork and the oh yeah, and his, the bread, like always stuff in the bread and in yes. there. I I, I, I would have loved to have gotten one more in there. Uh, I thought we had another one, but th- we went through all the footage, and like it only happened those times that you've seen the episode. But for some reason, I want and I, I could have sworn that we had a take where it was really quick, where someone's talking, and before the lady even the waitress even puts it down the table, it's already in his hand, and he dumps it in. But I maybe I dreamt it. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> there. Um, and then at the very end, the scene where he's 
excuse me, where he's filling his briefcase, that was something that was never meant to be in the episode. It was like, we just feel like there needs to be some kind of button at the end of this. And it was like more for the gag reel of like, all right, Jeff, so on this take, just go ahead and just start dumping. And he actually, like, you'll probably see it in the gag reel. He dumps all seven plates plus he starts to take everyone else's food until like he can't hold that briefcase anymore nice. because the whole thing like he's it's getting so heavy he's holding it with one hand yeah. and we just did it just because it was the last take we thought it might be funny I mean I originally wanted him to take with one arm and he's swoop good. the entire table into it but we knew we were going to break a lot of plates and a lot of, and a yeah. lot of it was going to be a mess so uh, decided last minute not to do that and just go with him just pouring in. But I'm glad we got a couple of them in, just the first one in there. It just yeah. seems very Vork. And very funny. At very the time. Funny. Yeah. And so uh, I'm glad it worked out. But no, that was never intended to be in the episode. That was literally just for us. Okay, let's just do some freak gag reel. And I felt really bad after because we had, you know, it was a lot of food wasted. And so, and it was really good looking food too. So I remember near the middle, I, 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 damn, we probably should have cut out earlier and seen who wanted to eat. But. <laughs> The one other thing I want to mention about this um, is just the fact that this all takes place at night. Yes. But we shot it during the day. Um, so we're in the restaurant. You know, we had the luxury of being in the restaurant. So we kind of Here, got to enough, avoid yeah, windows. Enough, yeah, window, and yeah. and the windows near the entrance, we, we were able to just black out. And Tink's room, we just made sure to shoot inside the room. Um, even though there's sunlight coming in, you can't notice it because you don't see the windows. Yeah. Um, Blades, of course, is in the garage, That's so we don't have to worry about that. But then Clara, uh, that was in the middle of the day, if you watch it. She's and so, surrounded by windows. And she's completely surrounded, and there's no way to get around that. So our amazing lighting and camera team uh, made that. I mean, that so it, it, it looks like that. That's, That's not post. That's not us shooting at night. That's us shooting in the middle of the day and yeah. then being able to make it look like it's, it's nighttime in, awesome. in Clara's office. Yeah, very cool. Well, thanks for chatting with us. All right, this is uh, Kenny and Jenny, and we're actually sitting in the booth at At Cheesy Cheesy Beards right now, and we're here with Jeff Lewis. Hi. Where's the cheese, Jeff? It's too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So today's scenes you shot were your dinner scenes at the fancy restaurant, uh, VG's birthday, or not? I guess VG's the actress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's dinner. Yes. Yes. Uh, How'd that go? It was great. Really funny. She's uh, she has some really really funny lines, and the scene is just funny. I mean, it's I love it's just us just on a table, and um, it's fun. Can and I think it went well. Distract you? Oh. <laughs> it's but it went well, and um, we did it over and over and over again. So we were able to kind of ad lib. We got loose and ad libbed, and it was fun. <laughs> That's what I heard. It took yeah. lots of takes. Yeah. Yeah. Fresh each time. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to dump all my food into a briefcase. Very nice. You can't beat that. Very nice. Um, you have a question? I asked the last one. That's it? We're done? Yeah, we're done. Uh. No, no. Um, how is it working with Will Wheaton? Is this your first time that you worked one-on-one no, with him? No, no. We did last season. You had the season confrontation. Oh, that's right. You had the oh, confrontation yes. with We had him. a confrontation. Oh, actually, the beginning of the season and the end. Yeah. Both uh, outside oh, Game right. Dude and then again at the... Uh, at the uh, whatever that was at the end, the uh, yeah. last episode. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, he's always fun. He's a nice guy. He's always open to improvising a little. And um, I just I've, I knew him also from Acme mm-hmm. uh, for several years, and so uh, I feel comfortable working with him. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Funny. Speaking of Acme, we're actually... Yeah. It's right next door to us. It's right next door. Now, is that part of this, where Cheesy Beard is shot, and the, and the fancy restaurant? Um, Amal- it's not. Is it Amalfi? Uh, Amalfi, Amalfi, Amalfi Room 5 is part of Amalfi. Room 5 is like the room where there's stand-up and music, and it's just a, a separate room, but it's still owned by the owner of Amalfi. Okay. It's still owned by Amalfi. Okay, but it's not associated with... No, not with Acme. Okay. Although here in Room 5, they do have stand-up night and uh, improv sometimes, but it's not associated with Acme. So Room 5 is where they actually shot Cheesy Beards. Yes. This is on top. This is in this very booth is where we shot our, our stuff in, in season it. one. Wow. And actually, yeah, I was on stage and we shot some over there, but yeah, yeah. This, is this is it. Does it bring back memories? Um, you guys were early on in this whole guild thing back in the Very day. early. I mean, um, it does, the only thing earlier was just all the, all the webcam stuff. But it does. We had a good time. I mean, it was, um, we, none of us really knew each other, so we were sort of sticking to lines and, and not really sort of feeling our characters. Um, it's really not going as far as we go now. Yeah. Um, but um, it was fun. I mean, we had a good time. It was uh, still, you know, uh, we our, our pay was basically a hoagie, <laughs> and, uh, which Crap was service. not very good. It was one hoagie and one Coke. But um, one it was, we were rationed. But, uh, yeah, it was really fun. Cool. Really fun time. Now I asked the same question of Sandy, and I already know the answer. I just want to hear your response to it. Is <laughs> he already knows he can? Read well, it. I already know just because. Yes. You know, because there's two aspects to the, to shooting the guild. You're either you're talking to yourself, acting just to the camera. Yeah. Or there's a group interaction. Right. And obviously, which one do you prefer? Uh yeah, the group. I prefer the group. Uh, yeah. Um, it's very very hard to. I mean, just at a, on an acting level, it's very hard to look into a monitor that's, or into a camera. Of course, it'd be a camera, it's not a monitor. Yeah. But you look into the camera and doing scenes, it's, it's, for me, it's impossible to do these long monologues. Looking into this inanimate object, Yeah. it's very frustrating. Supposedly, you're talking to somebody, too. Yeah. The end. And they're not, it's, 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 it never felt comfortable. It yeah. never feels comfortable to talk into, yeah. a, into a camera. Yeah. Um, uh, whereas it always feels right to do it with other people, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and you can't really improvise because you're not working off anybody. Yeah. And you can't work off anybody anyway, because that way they, they, that means they'd have to change their lines. So you have to really stick with lines when you're doing webcam. Mm-hmm. You can't really divert at all. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a bummer. Awesome. Yeah. Any more questions? Uh, what's your what was your favorite moment today? Um, hearing uh, Avanishi and and uh, uh, I mean I mean yeah the characters talk about how she she's talking about how she embarrassed him she pulls out a list and and, and, and reads it off and it's really it's just so funny her bris and and all the funny lines really good writing and uh, that was the funniest thing to hear that cool really fun. Well, we really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with us. And I really appreciate you appreciating it. (laughs) (laughs) We are back with another post-episode shoot interview, this time with Sandeep. Yes. It's me. (laughs) How are you feeling today, Sandeep? Tired. (laughs) (laughs) What time is your call time, Sandeep? 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, he's a little tired, I think. This is what you do for your fans. Um, yeah, you know, someone gave me some advice. They said, when I say, oh, God, I have to get up at 4.45 to get to the set, replace half with get to. 
I get to get up at 4.45 to get to set. That changes your attitude about things because you realize that this is an awesome job. Does <laughs> so, it work? As much as, it does work. <laughs> it does work at times. I mean, right now, yeah, I'm exhausted, but yeah, I mean, it's still super fun, so I don't have a lot to complain about. Awesome. Well, today you did your uh, fancy dinner scene yes. with your mom's birthday. Yep. How did that go? <laughs> that was fun. Um, whenever you sit around a table... Uh, Sean and I were talking about this because we had a dinner scene or two in Legend of Neil this year and around the table scenes are like kind of they're difficult to shoot they're like sort of surprisingly difficult to shoot because you have to get a lot of coverage on people like you have to shoot you have to shoot a lot of times you have to get around the table and if you want to get certain people's perspectives when they're talking to different characters you might have to get a close up on Zabu in three different angles because if you're getting Zabu talking to mom or Zabu talking to Vork or Zabu talking to whomever, then you have to like you have to shoot all those over. So you end up doing the scene like 25 times um, just to get all the coverage. And so that's that was the kind of the, the struggle today was keeping it fresh after take 25. <laughs> but it was cool, funny. Cool. Um, was this your first time seeing the wig warmer? No, it wasn't. We had the wig warmer earlier this year. We shot some stuff inside at Vork's place and I was braiding hair so this was not the first time I had beheld the wig warmer it's uh in all its glory (laughs) it was pretty glorious it was my first time beholding the wig warmer yes you you popped your wig warmer cherry yep that happened today (laughs) yeah oof (laughs) messy very messy um you got to work with Will Wheaton how was that whole experience um, I'm over Will Wheaton. Just yeah. done with that guy. <laughs> uh, no, as always, super fun. I mean, yeah, it was. It was. It's really fun t- today because we got to. It was VG, Will Wheaton, Jeff, and Felicia all sitting around a table. So, um, made it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. I imagine between shots was fun too. Yeah. No. Of course. Uh, all of our little outtakes and whatnot. I'm sure there's plenty. Because I had like monologues today, so it was like a lot of times and then um, also VG had a, like a ton of lines today so there was a lot of fun little mess ups which were fun to, oh, those are, those was great and gag reels and whatnot. Mm-hmm. nice now uh, do you like it better when you're well I probably know the answer to this but I'm going to ask anyways okay. do you like it better when you're just talking to the camera or when you're interacting with a group of you people you do know the answer to this Kenny I just want to hear you this say this is the obvious one yeah of course I like interacting with people more just doing stuff in front of a camera or to the camera or to the computer screen is always difficult. Doesn't that take more acting ability? No. Because uh, as a wise man once said, acting is just merely reacting. So it's much easier to react to people, yeah. to humans, than it is to react to a blank screen. So it's kind of like, yeah, you have someone to play script. off of. Yeah. and you know, it's, <laughs> it's the difference between talking to yourself and holding a good conversation and talking to somebody else and having a good conversation. It's far more difficult to do the former. Okay. See, that's what I wanted to hear. All right. You have fulfilled Kenny's dream. Thank you. That was what this interview was all about. That was it. What was it like having so many uh, extras on set who are mostly fans? Uh, They always bring a cool energy. It's like it's really fun to interact with people that are excited to be there and to be able to, you know, it's totally different when you have extra, like, when you have, like, yeah, paid your union extras. Like, they just don't want to be there, man. And so, like, to have fans that are extras is, is way more energizing uh, as a performer because they're just like excited and it's fun to talk to them in between takes and stuff like that and 
yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always way more fun to hang out with people who want to hang out. Yeah. Nice. Well, appreciate you stopping by. I know you're tired and you got one more scene to do. So. My pleasure. All right, let's do it. We have VG, who plays Zabu's mother. And uh, you just got done shooting a really intricate scene, uh, the dinner scene. Uh, how did that whole go? How did that go for you? Oh, it seemed to go very well, mainly thanks to people like Jeff Lewis, who can do such amazing things in one take. It yeah. was so much fun. Cool. And um, did everything go according to script? Did you guys ad-lib a little bit? Well, a little bit, yes. I mean, certainly, we always do. Mm-hmm. And Felicia is always open to it. So, yeah, we did a little bit of... Yeah. And as we go along, we do sometimes tweak, you know, lines. Mm-hmm. Some things sound right, some things don't. And yeah, yeah. And this was the scene where you receive your wig warmer. How was that? Well, um, I will never forget this birthday, I must say. <laughs> it was a unique gift. I felt like he got back at me quite well for all my childhood trauma that I had put him through. Nice. Um, I think he let me know um, his feelings yeah. quite well. Yeah. It was a very good nonverbal signal. Very cool. I noticed there was a lot of fans coming by and asking to take the the extras to take pictures with you and stuff. How's that experience for you? Well, it's it's it's. I think the Guild fans are the sweetest, the nicest. I mean, we've all seen they've supported the Guild from the start, um, and I think anybody associated with the Guild. I mean, I think Felicia Day and her brilliance is what you know. It's the huge um, beyond the foundation and the first three floors of this building, <laughs> and then then comes the rest of us to just kind of come and play games and have fun. Um, but yeah, the fans have been amazing all along, and yeah, it's just more of the same. It's uh, so sweet. Nice. What was your favorite moment on set today? Well, I think this whole scene has been fun for me because I was this horrible mean character, and what a therapist I had. That woof. But like a puff of smoke. Now I'm the sweet mother. And it was fun for me to watch um, Zabu's discomfort because he doesn't trust at all that this is the real face and he expects the, the, the demon to come out suddenly. So that was fun for me. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I remember my question now. How was it working with uh, Will Wheaton and Jeff Lewis again? Because you normally, you know, in season one you were with a group of the six. Now you're doing more individual work. Is it, is it different? Is it more enjoyable having one-on-one? They're different. It's not necessarily more enjoyable. I mean, uh, I loved the boss fight uh, thing also, where I was just trading barbs with the whole lot of them, all of them ganging on me. Um, so that was fun in its own way. It's been a total revelation to uh, play one-on-one with Will Wheaton for the first time. Mm-hmm. With Jeff, I have had other interactions. I've been watching his character all along, I mean, as a as a Guild fan too, you know. And so it's, it's fun for me. It's a whole another high. He is somebody special. He takes lines and just owns them. Yeah. It's fun for me. Great. Awesome. I think I'm good. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Thank you so Thank much you so for much. talking with us. Thank you. Hey guys, I'm here with Felicia and we are discussing episode number seven. So, number uh, seven. Number seven, yes. Um,. Let's see. We start off with the dinner, obviously. We ended, the last episode ended with the dinner, and this one starts off with the dinner. Oh, yes, yes. 
So, yeah, this, this was a, a kind of a big day because not only did we have a lot of actors, we were shooting in a, a real set. Amalfi let us shoot, use the real restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, it, it was just a lot to coordinate. We had a really long tracking shot. Uh, and you know, there's just a uh, there's just a lot going on. And and in fact, if, the funny thing, if you read the script to this episode, it's like twice as long. Mm-hmm. The episode is like 15 pages long. And in editing, I literally cut out like half. The, the episode is cut in half. Mm-hmm. So there's so much dialogue and gags that ended up on the floor, editing room floor. I mm-hmm. mean, it's the first time I think we had a long enough extra that we could actually have like an extended cut on the DVD. <laughs> yeah, it's something that you actually shot. Because I remember the scene, yeah. we shot forever. And there were so many other jokes. And the whole present scene is taken out completely. The whole Zabu giving... Yeah, the whole... The wig warmer, uh, yeah, and I was thinking maybe that could be an extra for like one of our ancillary postings mm-hmm. when we post to another place, maybe a, on iTunes or something. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny. And Greg Aronowitz built a b- amazing wig-, wig warmer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like such a weird gag. And it actually was the first thing I wrote in the script, the wig warmer. And that wig warmer ended up five different places in the script when I was rewriting <laughs> it, and it ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. So that's, but you know what? It's fine because. This is a, a lesson, you know, this is a very important lesson, I think, for web video people that you, you just, it's, it's, you have to sacrifice some of your best stuff in order to keep your story on track and keep people, um, and keep the episode moving because there's nothing worse than a web series that has a lull and makes you want to click away. Yeah. And that's always my goal is to cut down to the bone, even if it's like sacrificing stuff that I think is funny yeah. and people are obviously really good actors. It's just, Yeah. Yeah, is that now? Is that why you cut this scene down? Or do you just think it played too long? Yeah, it just, uh, uh, it just, it was. It was too long for the web, and it, it just took too long getting places. And you know, this this scene, I rewrote it many, many, many times and many different iterations because the Fox storyline kept changing a little bit when mm-hmm. I was doing drafts. Yeah, Ken like, mentioned yeah. that he wasn't even in some of the scenes in that scene at one time. Yeah, exactly. So I've rewritten the scene. Like, Zabu wasn't there at a certain point. Like, <laughs> you know, there were a lot of things going on. So there was an, an, another character, which I don't want to talk about, yeah. uh, but was cut out of the whole script. Wow. Um, just because it just didn't work, the storyline, there was not enough m- m- uh, time to set a- satisfy it. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so, yeah, so you do have to just cut things out even though you don't want to because you know yeah, it's, it's, it's better a- for the story. It's better for the story because if it meanders around too much, you, you start to lose focus, especially when you're watching on a smaller screen like the web. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it definitely was for the benefit of the episode. Uh, but it was, a, it was a lot of work to be able to pare down to exactly what do we need. And, and, it, and, it, and it was something I probably should have done with the script. But I really, you know, sometimes you just want to shoot stuff and then you can figure out on post because you don't want to undershoot. Yeah, you can, you can choose what you want. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, and what else happens? Oh, Bl- <laughs> Blades and Dina and the yes. acting scene. Uh, I love that. Love that. Now, did you always – I mean, uh, why Dina as his acting coach? It's so bizarre. <laughs> Is that why? I mean, it's just so obscure that she would be his acting coach. Well, I just feel like she's really good at things. Like she's <laughs> – and I just thought it was a really funny turn for her because I feel like she would examine – people in a very analytic way. Mm-hmm. So I just really thought that that whole scene, you know, the way she was teaching him was so wrong. But I feel like <laughs> he's not a good actor. Yeah. That was funny. And then yeah. we have uh, the pre-gamers. Yeah. Oh, have, the uh, pre-gamers. Yeah. The revelation. You know, uh, 
I thought uh, we just take another step forward in the storyline of, of Tink and Claire. And I love the fact that Tink is in, enthusiastic about something. Yeah, uh, she's really excited. It's another whole side of Tink that we don't get to see often. Yeah, and, you know, but she still stays Tink, but she's, oh, yeah. you know, she's exciting. She's kind of excited <laughs> about something. And and it's such a fun dynamic that she could get into something, even if, the, if it's motivated by, like, greed and avarice. Mm-hmm. but. You know, Amy is such a sweet girl in real life. So to have Tink be able to show another shade of herself is, you know, I never want to have everybody do the exact same thing every every season. That's why Zabu has become enthusiastically supportive. You know, like these are decisions that I make very carefully to not people have people rehash what they've done before. So I love to see them working into working together like that. Yeah, that's really cool. And then uh, we have uh, the beginning of Avanashi and Vork kind of. She, oh, yeah. Vork is finding out that Avanashi might be of use to him. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I knew that I had to do something with her because, uh, you know, she 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 couldn't just be focusing on Zabba the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and the fun part is to see that dynamic. Once I, I you know, I wrote an experimental scene with them together, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this dynamic is going to be really fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we just see the hints of it happening. Like yeah. They joining on something. Yeah, and of course you have Vork and the food, where he's yeah. ordering tons of Oh my of god, it. that was all. That was all, Sean. <laughs> yeah, the suitcase and all that stuff, and um, and then of course we have the ending, which I have to say this is probably my favorite ending. Oh really? It, again, it's it's your reaction or Codex's reaction to the the wind. I love that you call it out. It's not just a gimmick. <laughs> You're actually like. You know, is there a breeze? I, that, I, I die laughing every... I'm not kidding. I mean, oh, hardcore that, that laughing. I can actually claim credit for an improv line. <laughs> in I, don't, I think that was actually me. Uh, the fan was my idea, mm-hmm. and I just thought it was so funny. And, you know, we used it in the edit, and it didn't really work be, because we switched around some of the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. that was not the end of the episode, actually, yeah. in one version. And I was like, no, we got to move that whole section over. And then it ended, and it totally justified the wacky. Like, why is there a breeze in here? It kind of makes it wacky, but it totally works as a button. So I'm really glad. It's so good. Yeah, I know because Kim mentioned that she didn't like it at first. You know, the whole yeah. the wind is you know, too gimmicky. But yeah. it, I think the fact that you address it works. If you would have no, just good. said nothing... So and just, you know, it would have been kind of weird. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely right. We did try it with the with, with no fan, too, mm-hmm. and it didn't work either. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, just, I, just, I really like that scene because I like the fact that you know Fox likes Codex. Oh, yeah. He really does. Yeah. You know, he's... Yes, I, and that was a testament to Will. You know, I give him all this asshole dialogue, and it's his subtext that really gets it through. You know, he mm-hmm. covers up. And he has so many layers as an actor. Uh, so it's just, uh, it's, it's really, you know, it's such a gift to have an actor bring something that isn't necessarily on the page. Because mm-hmm. I knew when I was writing it, I'm writing him like a total jerk. But I knew when I was writing it, I could hear, hear Will's voice in my head. And I knew that he would round those corners and add all that subtext and emotional stuff underneath it. And, you know, not every actor will be able to do that. It's very tough. And... Um, you know, you don't appreciate good actors until you see somebody who's really bad. <laughs> That's what I learned about casting. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you sometimes you think, oh, this this character is so easy to play, but it's really 
a point of view and it, if, if it fits you as a person or not. I mean, you know, great actors can be really bad in one role and fantastic in others. So mm-hmm. it's all who, who you fit as a personality. So Will just brings Fox to life in a way that I just I'm so grateful to. Yeah, I know he's really passionate. About it. I know he's involved in a lot of, of how Fox is. You know, you yeah. write you write the character, but he definitely adds his two cents to how he sees yeah. how Fox. He does. He definitely does. And we he, we do have conversations. Like, he, you know, he would be like, "Yeah, how do how do you how do you see this line, or where is he that?" And he's such an intellectual actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he really does his homework in a way that makes me uh, sort of inspired, or it, it, it teaches me acting lessons. Really, yeah. but he's such a pro. He's been working for so long. Like, you can't help but uh, have your game raised uh, yeah. when you work with him. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, how was it kissing Will? Because uh, <laughs> he he talks about it in his interview. I just want to skip. What did you say? Did you say, I was, <laughs> did you say I was okay? No, he said it was like kissing his sister. Oh yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah, it was a little. I mean, but, you know, but he's like, an actor, so he wanted to make sure it came across. It came across nice on screen. So I mean, you can't no, tell. But you know what? Stage kissing is not. Pa- I mean, I don't. If you're getting into it, I don't know. Maybe. Stage kiss somebody, you know Nathan Fillion. Will I've, I've kissed some pretty yummy guys. Yeah, funny. yeah. Uh, but it's always, you know, it's it's always you have to stay professional. Like we're all we all have personal lives, and we're all, uh, you know, we're we're all just doing our best to act. And when to you're act, acting, yeah, yeah, you know, you're professional. So yeah, it was it was very it was very platonic kiss. But <laughs> I, I, the acting really covered that up. Yeah, but it came off well. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> I don't know where, what else to say about it. Uh, all right, so I think that's all my questions for seven. Do you have anything else that you want to add about no, this? No, I think it's a fun I'm episode. Glad you brought up the. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like it. It, it. it took a lot of work, but uh, but I really, in the end, I've, I'm really proud of it. And it definitely takes us, you know. If you notice, every single episode has something a little bit, you know, a lo- different location, a different mm-hmm. dynamic, you know. And it, I didn't deliberately plan it that way, but it just turned out to kind of fall out in this really nice pattern of, you know, behind the computer and, you know, going out in the world and balancing all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Okay. Bye. So what'd you guys think? Wasn't it a fun podcast? I got such great interviews. I was so excited for this particular podcast just because I knew I had a lot of great info and I talked to lots of people and everyone was so excited and it was such a big, big scene with all the extras and all that kind of stuff. It was just so fantastic. And I want to thank Jenny, my wonderful co-host on our regular podcast. She was able to come to set and join me in interviewing some of our wonderful guests. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, Let me know what you thought of the episode or what you thought of of the actual companion cast. You can email me at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com and we will read those on our regular podcast. Also, we are running two contests at the moment. We're running our iTunes review contest. That just means you go to Knights of the Guild on iTunes, any iTunes, any country, and you leave us a review and then let us know that you left us a review so um, I can add your name to our end-of-month contest. We pull one name out, and you guys win a really cool Knights of the Guild prize. Also, we have our retweet contest, which is part of Twitter. If you follow Knights of Guild, no the, just Knights of Guild, 
And if you retweet any of our tweets, I will see that, and I put your name into a end-of-month drawing for that. And that normally is really cool nights of the guild prizes also. Normally there's, you know, anywhere between two to five winners every month for that one, just depending how many people participate. Uh, also, I'm looking for questions for Sean Becker. Uh, we do a segment called Guild Something with Sean Becker on our regular podcast, and it's him normally answering questions from all of our listeners. Uh, it can be anything. It can be about the Guild. It can be about other projects. It can be about making a web series. If you guys don't know who Sean Becker is, he is the director of the Guild for seasons 2, 3, and 4. He's also the online editor and the finishing editor for those seasons as well so um he's an intricate part to the guild and has great insights and if you guys want to pick his brain ask a question ask him anything uh, other than what's happening in season four uh, he loves to answer them and we play those on our regular podcast so we're looking for questions for sean becker you can send those to knights of the guild at gmail.com all right, so I think that is going to do it. Can't wait to bring you Companion Cast Season 4, Episode 8. Uh, I actually have seen all 12 episodes, and I, I, yeah, I'm speechless. Uh, um, it's one thing watching them being filmed, and then it's another thing actually seeing them cut together and finished. It's, it's just, it's fantastic, and it's so cool, and I can't wait to share all this with you guys when uh, you get to see them. So um, thanks for listening to Companion Cast Season 4, Episode 7. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. But before I go, always remember... You are a market researcher's wet dream. Please continue. Dude, in a pro, okay? Yeah, yeah, sweet face. <laughs> that is quite enough of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey bunny. Am I making everyone upset? I'm not upset. Oh, really? How's the construction of your guild hall coming? The Axis just bought ours. Deluxe. Sassafras! Copyright info, Knights of the Guild has Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivative, Works 3.0, United States License, All Rights Reserved. <laughs> <laughs>